All right, Auburn family, how you doing this morning? It's your boy, Jason Campbell, uh, former Auburn quarterback here, and now the host of the Own to Victory podcast. I also have a great co-host today, Brian Matthews with AuburnSports.com. Uh, most of you know him, at the, know him as Rivals, uh, you know, doing all the reports on the high school guys and, and giving great reports on our college guys here on campus. But, you know, we got a great show set up for you today. If you like basketball, you're in for a treat. You like football, you're in for a treat because we're gonna give you one of one of each, and then we're gonna we're gonna give you one of basketball and two of the football guys right now. So, but our basketball guy, Brian, I, I tell you what, this guy, man, six eight, you know, forward, you know, can shoot it from the outside, can take it to the basket, and I think the biggest one of the biggest recruits that Harvin got was uh, was the two big guys that decided to come back, and you know, we're about to talk to one of them here real soon. Uh, this guy, I think, is is a leader on this basketball team. It's a guy that I think going to have a great, great season. Uh, I think going to help some of these younger guys, especially these transition guys that come in from the transfer portal, uh, find their way pretty quickly. So if there's anything you want to say about him before we bring him on? Uh, well, Jalen is a young man that's gotten better every single year mm -hmm. he's been at Auburn, I think. Um, and he's a true stretch four now who is versatile enough where he can play the five and maybe even the three. And uh, he's always been a great person on and off the court, a terrific uh, leader. And I think he'll be really important for all these newcomers and all these young guys that are part of this team now to sort of bring them up and, you know, get them playing at the level that Coach Pearl is going to want them to. And, you know, guys like Jalen are really important this summer when the coaches may not can be around as much as usual uh, to lead these young people. So I, I just think Auburn is very fortunate to have him back. All right. Good report. Let's bring him on. Let's bring on big man. Jalen, how you doing? I'm doing good. I appreciate y'all for the, you know, the good words. Hey, man, so we're just glad to have you on the show, man. Yes, Thank sir. you. I uh, appreciate your time and everything. Jalen, talk about, you know, just the whole transition. You know, everyone knows, you know, that you decided to enter into the NBA draft and, and everything <laughs> that you decided to come back here just a couple of weeks ago. Talk about the, the process of that and, and what made your decision to want to come back. You know, um, you know, I've been at Auburn for four years. So, like, the first three, I just always knew I was going to come back to Auburn. But last year, I just didn't really know. And I just wanted to test it. Me and Bruce mm -hmm. had a talk. We just wanted to test to see how it goes, just go to some workouts to see how it go. I mean, they all went pretty well. But, like, I think I knew in my mind that I was going to transition back. I just wanted to get the experience. Yeah. Just go see, like, different NBA teams and just see what they have to say. I need to improve on and stuff like that so I can be prepared for next year. So, yeah, throughout that, then I just decided to take my name out of it. And then now I'm just working to get to that point next year where I have to stay. So it'll be the best I can possibly be. Yeah, and also, what are they – one more, Brian, real quick. What do they do in, like, in those workouts when they bring you, like, how do you – like, what's the process like? Are you get a chance to work out for teams? They get a chance – how do they how do they grade you and say, hey, this is where we have you projected at right now? Um. I think they grade you at first from like the season overall, just like percentages and stuff like that. And then you go to the workout, they go off of like how well you shot and like how like even communicating is like one of the biggest things that they were looking for. Cause like the guys that you worked out with are the guys from school. So you don't know them as well, mm -hmm. but they still want you to be able to like communicate with them and just try to learn their body languages and stuff like that. And then like we ran like, say like, some of them we ran like plays. So they try to like, you know how like in timeouts, like you have like a last second shot or like you're gonna get a play call. They right. just try to remember if we remember the plays that they drew up. Just like 
simple stuff. It really wasn't anything like crazy, but it's just crazy how much like it means to like coaches and like staff, like little things that you don't even think. Like they don't care about how many shots you make. Like they just care about the little things. Good deal. Well, uh, Jalen, uh, that NBA process. What was the feedback you got from some of those guys after they evaluated you and had a look at you? Um, they said like they were surprised with like my ball handling because I mean here at Auburn I haven't really showed it as much because I mean around here we we just jack up a lot of shots. <laughs> so so you know how that goes. Uh, Bruce lets us play freely, but um, yeah, just. I didn't, some of them I didn't shoot as well because, you know, the three-point line was a little further back. But, like, I mean, I know I can shoot well. Like, one of them I didn't shoot as well. So, like, they were just telling me I need to improve my range with shooting. And um, But they were really impressed with, like, my defensive, like, skills as well, like guarding the guards and guarding the bigs. So that's what I got back from them. Yeah, Bruce Pearl's been pushing that defense since the first piece <laughs> on campus, right? Yeah. <laughs> Got to do all that today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so what's a normal uh, week like? Yeah, go ahead, Brian. You got it. Oh, I was going to say, um, there's been so so many newcomers. Uh, just tell tell us some first impressions of some of those guys like Cheney and um, Chad Baker-Mazzara, Aiden Holloway, and, and some of the newcomers that are with the team now. This might have been one of the, like, nicest teams I've been on since I've been at Auburn. Like those guys are just like they kind of it's weird but they're kind of very similar to me. Like they're very like respectful in a way. Cause you know how some guys they try to come here and just have something to prove. I mean they, they do have something to prove in their head, but like they're not showing like they've had like they've been here for like a while now. So like they're just very like trying to get comfortable and fit in. They're not trying to like do too much. They're not trying to like overplay like they're just here to work and just wherever their role is it's gonna be their role like i don't see any of the guys just being like down about it and just like want to give up like all these guys really want to work yeah that's similar to what uh leor talked about last week he said uh you know this is just a different vibe a different team and then trey talked about it a week before that that the energy is different and uh he just said you know guys kind of are coming together a lot quicker and then the previous than the last team so you know you talk about you know you, you get the holloway kid out of high school but most of your guys are these transport guys that have come over and the one thing the coach pearl has added this year is length you know you're already six eight you know and then you got naja who's you know what six nine six ten somewhere around there and then you're talking about you know the guys that he brought in six four guards six five six six talk about the length of this team so far that you've seen that you like yeah, um, the team is definitely a lot longer than the last year's team. Um, I just feel like it's going to help us a lot, especially with, like, being in, like, the gaps on defensive end and just, like, covering more ground. It's going to be, like, tremendous for us because, I mean, sometimes we struggled last year with just jumping towards the ball and being in the gaps and, like, being able to help. But with our length, even if we're not there, I feel like we could still recover a lot right. quicker to, like, spots because, I mean, the team is very athletic as well. So, like, even if, like, we're not in the right spot, I feel like our athleticism would help us, like, get into the right spot, even when we lost. Another thing, like, the guys here, like, they don't really know, like, the new guys, they don't really know the offense as well. But, like, man, yeah. you should see them every day. Like, they're trying so hard to, like, learn the offense and, like, watch a film on it. Like, it's just it's just a different vibe. Like, it hasn't yeah. been like this in the past. That's what's up. 
Well, Jay, let's talk about uh, specifically about some of the bigs and what you've seen uh, out of uh, Baker Mazzara and um, uh, Cheney Johnson so far. Uh, Cheney, I've been here, you know, about 30 years now, but <laughs> Cheney is probably top three of most athletic dudes I've seen in Auburn. Like, um, he's he's a freak, man. He's just, just crazy athlete. And then, like, he's very vocal. I mean, he's going to get his work in before practice and after practice. He's not gonna skip any reps in the weight room. He's just gonna, he's just gonna do his thing. I mean, he's always respectful. Like every time I see him, like you know, some guys are walking the weight room or locker room and won't even speak to you. They're just heading out. Like he comes up to me and like, "Sub Jay Will, like how you doing today?" Like he's just very polite and just very cool. Like a teammate that everyone would hope to have. Um, Chad, I mean, he's a goofball. You could say the corniest thing ever. He's gonna, he's gonna laugh at it. Um, you know, he's from the DR, so some of the things we say, he just like, bro, like, what, like, what are y'all talking about? Like, it is, he gets his words mixed up sometimes, but like, I mean, he's working really hard. I mean, he's every bit of 175, so we try to get him in the weight room with D to um, get a little bigger, but he's gonna be fine. He's quick, he's explosive, and he's gonna be a great player here. Yeah, you talk about it. I'm sorry, do you feel like looking back uh, a year ago that? That this summer y'all are shooting threes a little bit better. I know that was a thing that y'all need to prove mm-hmm. on along with that perimeter defense, that length, which uh, Jason talked about. Yeah, um, I feel like we're going to shoot the ball a lot better this year because, you know, we got some guys that are very good at, like, set three-point shooters, and I don't see a lot of guys trying to create their own threes on this team, more so than, like, the past years. Um, but, yeah, the guys this year and then at their other schools, I mean, they shot the three ball pretty well. Especially, I mean, Aiden, one of the best shooters in high school coming out of, yeah, coming into college. Then Chad shot over like 35%. And then even like Janine, like even in like the combine, like and all that stuff, he shot a three a lot better than he has this past season. So I feel like a lot of guys are going to be able to like stretch the floor out. That's going to be hard for teams to defend this. Which helps a lot, Bronco. You you asked a great question when you think about Janai, like, uh, you know, what he brings to the table. You know, everyone knows his inside presence, and now he's trying to add that outside where he can take a guy away from the basket, which will create lane space for guys like Aiden and, you know, some of the guards like Trey that maybe can get by their guys and get to the hoop. Uh, the more that he can get away from the basket and shoot the three, you know, kind of makes him a double, what I call a, a double standard star, which means, you know, he's unguardable uh, from that standpoint. So, Talk about your relationship, how it's grown with him over this last season, and then what y'all saw towards the end of the season that that makes y'all hungry to want to get back to to the tournament. Um, you know, I I would want to say I was one of the ones I got not here. All, okay. like all the big guys like they, they always want me to help get them here, and um. It was just like me and Janai always. I mean, because like four and five was really like. Yeah, I don't know if y'all really can tell, but like four and five is really almost like the same positions. Like we can exchange mm-hmm. and play the same different like positions throughout the offense. So me and not always have to talk and communicate and be on the same page because if we're not, like we're gonna get destroyed basically. Yeah. So um, yeah, you know it's tight. And then from like from the end of last year, I mean, obviously um, we just got to do better, like sticking together. Like I know we never had that experience together, like in March. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, okay, now, like, we know, like, if we play the one seed or it don't even matter, like, we just got to be really prepared and we got to finish. Like, we're, like, fatigued. We got to be in the best shape of our life in, in March, basically, to if we want to win. Because, like, 
at the end of the day, is who plays the hardest is going to win the championship. So, uh, Jalen, you said you helped uh, recruit um, Janai. Does that mean uh, you know, is that your first big landing? You're going to be a coach one day? Is that, is that going to be uh, nah. something that you may be doing in the future? Yeah, um, you know, when it's all said and done, I definitely want to coach. I don't know what level. It, don't, it doesn't even really matter, to be honest. Like, I mean, I want to just stay around the game as long as I can. Yeah, Jay, you are, you are, you know, six eight, man. Gosh, you know, you're on the court. Sometimes you can't tell how tall you guys are because it yeah, seems like everybody in basketball is tall. And, you know, looking at the draft this past weekend, uh, past weekend, you know, you see guys like Drew Timmy don't get drafted. Uh, the guy from Kentucky, what's my guy name from Kentucky? Oh, yeah, she yeah, doesn't get drafted. And then there was one more big-time star. That, yeah, Sanuko. Like, when you see these guys, like, man, like, does it make you say, okay, because you're more versatile from a standpoint. They're more bigs. And I think guys like Jokic and Kevin Durant has kind of changed the game when it comes to bigs, where everyone used to say back in the day, if you were 6'8 or taller, you automatically was in the post where now the game has changed where they want you outside. They want you shooting the ball. They want you pulling guys away from the basket, open space up for guys like Murray and Kyrie to beat guys, to get to the hoops and everything. Does that make you as a player be like, okay, I'm glad I see this because now I get to come back for a second year and the more, does that make you want to shoot more outside shots? The, the prove to the NBA that, that, that that's a big part of your game. Um, in a way, um, I don't necessarily want to shoot just like ton of threes throughout the game because then my percentage possibly be mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. Like, I mean, when I'm open, I definitely want to shoot a lot more and like try to create my own shot a lot more than I have in the past. But also, like, I'm still gonna go to the post when I have smaller guards or smaller four men on me, so like I could just get to my spot. But like. I, it is crazy. I mean, those guys definitely have changed the game for a lot of college guys that are like dominant. I mean, guys even win in player of the year of college don't right. get drafted. So, like, I mean, that's pretty crazy. But, um, I mean, I feel like those guys will still be fine. Like, they're still going to be pros somewhere. And they're going to yeah. be happy and make their families proud. So, got anything else, Brian? Uh, well, I was just going to say, uh, you know, you've been at Auburn so long now. What's the experience been like <laughs> off the court? You know, what are some things that stand out to you just about being an Auburn student? And, you know, I, I guess how close are you to getting your – you've got your degree, right? Yeah, I graduated in May. Yeah. And you're working on a master's now. So tell us a little bit about your, your academic um, uh, journey. Um, You know, when I first got here, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, everyone just told me it's going to be hard. But, like, to be honest – there was only a couple of classes I actually just dropped, and it was just like my major classes because they were like tough, like all the science stuff. I don't even, to be honest, I don't even remember choosing my major. <laughs> I think somebody <laughs> chose it for me. I'm not a science guy, so I had to deal with all that throughout my whole major. But like, I mean, I believe in God, and you'll get through it. But um, the journey was it was smooth. You know, I met some good classmates for like half a year and then I never see them again. <laughs> yeah. But the experience was great. You know, you just see you walk to class, everyone wants to see you, talk to you. Like Auburn has the best fans and they're always polite and they always want to like speak to you. But like um just like in the fall, 
I'm not going to end up getting my master's. Um, I'm just going to just take some classes to just stay eligible, just like some little small classes like yoga or like bowling or something. So I can just focus on my game and be in the gym and just hopefully get my draft stock to be like really high when the season comes. Now, congrats on your, on getting your degree and everything. Like I said, Ronnie and myself, a couple other guys, uh, we graduated right before I, I senior year of football. Then we just kind of did the same thing. We took some classes. I actually interned with the mayor at the time and uh, got a chance to learn a lot about the city, sit in a couple of chamber of commerce meetings. So just learned a lot of things off the court while I had some free time, but I was able to focus a lot more uh, on our craft of football. Uh, before we get to the, the rapid fire, quick and quick fire, quick five rapid fire questions, the tongue twisted there. Talk about, you know, NIL. You know, NIL has kind of changed the landscape of, of college sports. And, you know, I always say for guys like basketball, you know, you get a chance to come back and instead of feeling that pressure where some guys would have just said, you know what, I got to go ahead and just go and try to make the most of it because I need to make this income to support my family. Where now you have NIL. Talk about the impact of NIL for you, you what you've seen from your teammates, and uh, how it's changed the game. Yeah, it's definitely changed everything for college. I mean, some guys are just like, you know, some of those bigs, like, mm-hmm. they feel like they probably wouldn't have got drafted, but like those schools, I mean, they're going to give them big bucks. Yeah. For them to stay and do well, possibly win the championship for those guys who win Player of the Year, but um, you know, it's changed a lot. I mean, a lot of guys it helps like with their families, stuff like that, from like back home or like their mom, their dad, stuff like that. Um, and it's just it's just a big opportunity for a lot of people. You know, some some people just have like a fortune of money. Like I know Bronny is gonna make like time even though he doesn't really need it but like <laughs> it depends on who you are and like how great of a player you are and I mean I feel like it helps even like someone that's just like decent I feel like they still get a, a good amount of money and like it's going to help them out with their families good deal good deal Brian anything else before I hit him with the the quick five no that was great really appreciate Jalen being on here Yes, sir. All right. All right, Jalen, as basketball players, you guys travel and everything, and then you gotta try to find out how to do how to do classwork and how do you manage your whole schedule. What how rigorous is a basketball travel schedule during season? Oh man, it's actually pretty tough. But they do when we travel, they do give us like a, a few time of just like where we just work, where we just stop for like film and all that stuff. Cause I mean we've been film for like three hours like and then we'd be trying to like nap and stuff but like would they have like a study hour table like study time where we just strictly just school work and then what i used to do i used to try to get it out the way before like before the week even like started when we have like games so like through the weekend like after like a saturday game that sunday i try to get it all out the way for the week so like i mean i didn't really have to do much homework like when we travel because i usually yeah. just try to knock it out so but I know some guys did it like when we was in the room, chilling. I mean, sometimes I mean, I, sometimes I do do it last last minute, but like yeah. most of the time, I just always try to knock it out before I travel. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, what do your teammates do uh, to make practice fun? What, what kind of what do y'all do from a competition standpoint to get after each other and make it a little bit more up tempo and fun? Uh, a lot of guys talk crap. It's um, <laughs> very competitive. Um, and then like bring a lot of energy because you know, some days you just you don't have it, you know. But like, yeah. there's always going to be one of those guys that just that brings it, excuse me. And I'd always want to just be there and just be very competitive. 
at all at all times. And Dylan's always gonna bring energy. So, so is he the biggest crap talker? No, Katie Johnson easily. And <laughs> 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 nobody's yeah. nobody gonna talk more crap than Katie. Yeah. That's what's up. So what do you do to calm your butterflies before a big competition? Um I don't really get nervous really anymore. Like, I mean, I don't play at everybody now, so it's just like another game. I guess like like the very first game, it's just like at Neville every year, it's just like wow, we're already back at it. Um I usually just you know listen to music or something just to just be chill. Or I just like I just start talking to guys a lot. Or I'd like call like my mom or like my friends just like just to talk. I just try to distract myself from like act the actual game that's about to happen. But once it starts, it's just like just like hoping another day. Right. So you play at Auburn. We know you love Auburn Arena. You know, you guys have changed the atmosphere of basketball. Um at this school big time big time in a big huge way but talk about outside of outside of novelle arena what's your favorite arena to compete in <sighs> well i like to go to i like to go to georgia it's not like the loudest or anything but like that's like where i'm from and a lot of like guys i went to school with like went to georgia so like to go there to play there in front of them and like like try to beat them, it's just like I think like I could just be like, yeah, we beat y'all. Like I can just talk a little crap and stuff like that. <laughs> but the loudest, the loudest one is probably Arkansas was pretty crazy. Yeah, Arkansas yeah. was pretty like their fans are insane. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that was a good atmosphere for us. All right, the last two kind of two part question. One is like, where your favorite place to eat at in Auburn, and the other is. Do you have any rituals or superstitions when you're playing um, basketball? My favorite place to eat in Auburn is kind of boring. Zaxby's. I love Zaxby's. I go there at least three times a week, maybe four. <laughs> but, like, restaurant, restaurant, I'd say probably Makata's, a Japanese spot. Like, I like to go there. Or Hamilton's. I eat there a lot, too, as well. Um, Pre-game ritual. I mean, I don't really do anything – crazy or weird but i mean i kind of just be to myself um i put my headphones on or i just just listen to music really i mean i don't do anything like crazy i mean that's why that's the norm for a lot of a lot of guys cool cool man we welcome you uh thank you for your time like i said uh i know before we get out of here everyone wants to know what's your favorite auburn tradition um definitely tiger walk and like away games okay Cause okay. like I mean like it's just crazy to see how many fans just show up. So like I mean sometimes we'll be far, right? and I'm yeah. like they just show up. Like they was in like L.A. I'm like dang, we just got fans. They was in like Seattle. It's like cold outside, snowing. They got this tiger wall. They got snow falling on them. This is crazy. <laughs> like it don't matter like where we go. It's gonna be at least thirty plus people like for a tiger walk, and it's just like it's crazy how much support we have in like the Auburn family. That's what's up. Well, man, we want to say War Eagle, thanks for coming on. I uh, wish you a healthy off season. I'm pretty sure we'll get you back on the show uh some point during the season. And uh, you know, wish you all the best. Thanks, Jayla. Yes, sir. War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you.